that we know right now is that the numbers have skyrocketed in about the past eight to 10 years. And this has become uh, so common now that you have schools or you know classes in which 25% of the kids may be identifying as the opposite sex. This is a, gender dysphoria is something that until recently occurred very, very rarely. I learned about it in medical school and it was something that we never expected to see one case because it was one in many tens of thousands, if not a hundred thousand individuals. Get ready for the uncloseted conservative hour you've been waiting for. No censors, no fake news, just facts and the freedom to speak them. Friends, if you are still in the conservative closet, I've got one question for you. Why? We've sat in silence. We've been on the sidelines for years. How has it been working out? That's why it's an uncloseted conservative revolution right here, right now. Let's get into it. Welcome back to The Joe Mobley Show, guys. I am Joe Mobley, your host, the original uncloseted conservative. We are, of course, building that uncloseted conservative army. Uh, and you, my friend, you're in it. The creed's a simple one. It's any, we'll fight any tyrant, any day, any time, uh, any tyrant. Guys, The Joe Mobley Show is presented by Birch Gold Group. Huge thanks to Birch Gold for putting on today's show. If you want a free informational kit, okay, that's free, free 99. You are not getting a lot of things for free, uh, especially with the economy the way that it is under the current administration. If you want something free, maybe you woke up this morning and you said, oh, it would be great to get, uh, just, to just get something with no strings attached. Then Birch Gold, they've got you. Text Mobley to 989898 and they will send you a free informational kit no obligation. You don't have to buy anything. They're not collecting any data. Just text Mobley to 989898 and they will get that free information kit into your hands. Uh, also, a huge thanks to MyPillow for being a sponsor of the show. Guys, you know Mike Lindell's been fighting cancel culture for years. Uh, you know He supported us and our interests and our values. Now we can support him uh, by buying from MyPillow.com when you're there. If you enjoy saving money, if you don't pay full price, if you enjoy saving money, uh, then use promo code Mobley at MyPillow.com. That's promo code Mobley. All right, guys. You know, uh, I've been telling you on social media, today's guest is a warrior among sheep uh, who's been fighting to reveal the truth about gender ideology. Uh, she's been fighting for the future physical mental health of gender-confused children, as well as the rights of uh, those parents for some 15 plus years. Uh, you may have seen her on the hit documentary, What is a Woman, uh, with uh, Matt Walsh and the Daily Wire crew. Uh, she's been, you know, that crazy lady saying that there are just two genders and, you know, things that are easily biologically identified uh, exist. Uh, the one and the only Dr. Miriam Grossman. Dr. Grossman, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. I'm that crazy lady. 
<laughs> oh, I actually don't have your audio, which is usually on uh -oh. my end. I'm sure that the audience can hear you just a second. Because I often have my my headphones messed up here. All right. Okay. I do this all. You know, I've been doing a show for like almost two years and I still have my <laughs> earbuds muted all the time. Guys, I'm so sorry. One day I will learn. Okay. So for all the wives out there that tell their husband something over and over and I do this every day. I forget to unmute okay. uh, my so you headphones. Can, you can hear me now, right? I can. Yeah. It's always okay. user error. It's all. It's always me. Uh, okay, my guests well, are. Thank you so much for having me on, Joe. I really appreciate it. Of course. Hey, I I have to say, I my wife and I we watched What Is a Woman as soon as it came out, and I just have to say that you are a breath of fresh air. So thank you. There's, there are millions of Americans just hanging on to our sanity by a thread. Uh, so thank you for not yanking that thread out and yanking the carpet out from under us. Uh, so doctor, doctor means a lot of things to a lot of different people right now, especially in this post-pandemic world. So you know, exactly what kind of doctor are you? Are you a useless? Are you a Jill Biden kind of doctor? Or are you a doctor... <laughs> Uh, that a patient or someone seeking care might actually find useful? Um, well, okay. Well, I am a medical doctor. And I, um, beyond being a medical doctor, I am board certified in child, adolescent, and adult psychiatry. And... I do believe that my patients do actually find me useful and helpful, or so they certainly tell me. <laughs> well, that's good. Awesome. So you are a psychiatrist, and you know this was once a very uh, respected field of medicine that that you know dealt with uh, uh, mental health illness, and there there used to be some things that were mental health illnesses that now. Uh, we're saying are not. And the way that you package this up, I just love it because you say there's true danger in an affirmation ideology and, uh, and we should affirm all things. And guys, you know that we're going to go to Twitter. Twitter is, is the, just the most reputable place uh, in the world. But all of the danger exposed by this is just succinctly put in a tweet that you put out. So guys, lots of radio listeners, lots of podcast listeners. I love you guys. If you are a podcast listener, make sure that you rate and review the show and uh, like it on whatever podcast app you're using. Uh, but this is, a, this is a classic comic book meme. It's four squares, four images uh, with a mom and son. And, uh, you know, son says, mom, I want to jump off the roof with a cape. Mom says, no. Son says, I want to play with matches. Mom says, no. Son says, I want to drive the car. Mom says, no. And then son says, I want to cut off my genitals. And mom says, whatever you want, honey, it's your choice. And this is progressive parenting. This is the, the danger of affirmation. Uh, can you talk to us about this and, and what you found over your career uh, and, and keeping us sane? Of course. Well, first, let me explain that affirmation... Uh, the affirmation model, which is the prevailing narrative right now 
uh, in the mental health field, educational field, and even you know coming out of Washington, D.C., the affirmation model is to uh, put the uh, you know put the have the kid be running the show when it comes to gender identity, when it comes to deciding whether the child is a boy or a girl. We are supposed to let the child run the show. Um, the activists uh, that are promoting this are arguing that kids know better, better than anyone who they are, and they should be permitted to make these decisions of using a new name, using different opposite sex pronouns, how they're going to dress, how they're going to get their hair cut. And then as they get older, of course, there's more um, more drastic medical interventions that they are supposed to be able to choose. Now, that cartoon is a good cartoon. However, it doesn't tell the whole story. Why is the mom in that cartoon saying yes to this kid, little kid, yeah, you can do whatever you want with your genitals? She's doing that in most cases because that's what she's being told she's supposed to do by the experts. And she's being told by therapists, pediatricians, endocrinologists, teachers, guidance counselors, and even Joe Biden, that, uh, that, that, that this is, these are important interventions that you need to do for your child or else your child may commit suicide. Now, uh, parents will do anything to save their child from suicide. And so a lot of parents are caving in and doing all this with their kids. The transition, the first, the social transition, which I can explain in a minute, and then the medical transition, because they are afraid they will lose their kid. They're afraid that it will cause mental harm to their child. And they are convinced that, yeah, the child knows better than anybody else. But I don't blame parents primarily. I blame my profession and activists uh, in, in many different arenas for, for pushing this narrative, which is not based in science. Yeah, that's the whole thing. When I look at it, I just don't know what has happened to so many fields. Uh, there are so many fields of science. What are biologists learning in college? And how, how are professional biologists, like, just how are they going on with this whole facade? Doctors, mental health professionals, nurses, physicians, like there are so many people that have dropped the ball on this. I meant to mention this at the top, uh, but guys, uh, down below, wherever you're watching, wherever you see our beautiful faces, right below that, or if you're listening, if wherever you're listening to us, right below that, you can actually go to Dr. Grossman's website. Uh, her social media is linked there as well. She also has a couple of awesome books. And uh, I put in the description, uh, one of her more recent books, You're Teaching My Child What? There's a link where you can buy it. There's also a link where you can uh, open and, and see a little sample of the book. Uh, but parents, grandparents, teenagers that hope to get married and have children someday, uh, this is really something that you ought to uh, read in addition to uh, hearing her 
her many, many interviews online. But so you're absolutely right. And my my background is I, I used to fight human trafficking on the human trafficking task force. And I can't help but think about the element to, to have real trafficking and how it, it's different than prostitution. There needs to be acts, means, and purpose. And uh, in the means, there has to be an element of force, fraud, or coercion. And I look at what is going on in our schools. Luckily, my kids are homeschooled. All four of my kids are homeschooled and, and whatever children we have will be homeschooled. Uh, and that was a pre-COVID thing for us. We, you know, there, there's a big conversation about that, but my wife is, was homeschooled and our kids will be homeschooled as well. But there's a coercive element to what's going on where people are saying, if you don't placate to the proclivities of a child, then you could use the child. It, it's a psychological manipulation of the worst kind. Um, I've not found success in reaching parents and letting them know that, hey, this is going to be very, this is potentially extremely destructive. Uh, the, the suicidal tendency numbers that you've been presented with might not be true. The data might show something else. Uh, do, you, do you have any... Have you found success in winning hearts and minds? I'm sure you have conversations with parents and with young people all the time that are dealing with these issues, how to address the child, how to speak to the child. And honestly, if, you, if you've got something for us uh, that's been successful, uh, something, you know, many of us have relatives or friends uh, who, are, who are dealing with this type of issue in their home, uh, any advice for us at all on how to address those issues? Yeah. Wow. Well, it's a big one. <laughs> it's a big one. Let me let me just um, I, I will start with the emphasizing the importance of getting educated and really understanding what this is about, and getting information uh, from sources that go beyond you know, the, 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 what, what I, you know, mainstream, mainstream medical and mental health organizations, because as you mentioned a moment ago, um, not in so many words, but basically, <clears throat> excuse me, what you're saying and acknowledging is that so many professions and professional organizations have been captured by this ideology that that claims that that um, male and female is separate from biology, and that it's a person's uh, inner feeling of being male or female that counts, and biology doesn't count. Biology should be uh, altered to be brought into uh, congruence, you know, with an inner feeling. And this is what the ideology says, and the ideology has taken over, uh, sadly, many uh, professional organizations, and those organizations then claim to speak for everybody. They claim, you know, that there's a consensus. They make it appear as if everyone, you know, that every doctor, uh, mental health provider agrees about this, like uh, back in in June, I guess it was, um, Rachel Levine made a statement that uh, everyone is in agreement in the medical field, something like that. I'm not quoting 
you know, every word directly, but um, Dr. Levine said something along the lines of everyone is in agreement. Well, no, that is not true. Everyone is not in agreement. It's a hotly contested subject. Many, many doctors and mental health providers agree that, uh, th that there is not enough data and that we should not be uh, uh, pr providing so-called af affirmative care involving uh, uh, dangerous experimental hormones and surgeries that uh, are extremely invasive and life-altering in that they produce physical changes that are permanent. Uh, and one of those changes, of course, is sterility. So no, Dr. Levine, there is no consensus. Uh, in fact, uh, in, in a number of uh, foreign countries, uh, notably Sweden and Finland, uh, the UK uh, and some others, uh, are making these interventions no longer available to minors. They're saying that we do not have enough evidence that they even work, that they even in the long term alleviate the suffering of these individuals. But we do have evidence in the long term that they can be harmful. So while in this country we are you know, Washington, the Department of Health and Human Services, the President of the United States is saying to parents, you have to do this, you have to do it quickly, and this is the way you're gonna help your child. You have other countries that are so-called progressive, very progressive countries, very um, GLBT or LGBT uh, friendly countries. Uh, Sweden, I believe, was voted the most friendly um, uh, LGBT country in the world, <clears throat> and yet kids in that country are not going to have access to those interventions unless they are they are put into these very specific um, uh, research studies, and they're followed very very closely. So I'm asking the question: Why is a child in Stockholm? Uh, or in Oslo, well, that's Norway, but um, why are our kids in those countries more protected than our kids are here in Boston and Seattle and, and Miami? There's something wrong here. Actually, Miami, not true because, well, you know, there was recent um, decision by Medicaid in Florida not to cover these procedures. So that's a that's a step in the right direction. But to answer your question, I guess maybe I've been rambling a bit. You're asking for advice. So get educated. And I can give at the end of the show, you know, a, a list of websites um, that will help parents get educated. Um, certainly my website, I have a lot of articles there, interviews. I have... Um, some lectures that I gave with PowerPoints explaining the history of gender, John Money, and so on. Parents must know all this stuff because their kids are being recruited into a world that they are not familiar with. And they must, if they're going to fight this, and they have to 
fight to save their child, they have to be familiar with that world. It's like going into a war. It is a war, okay? Our kids are being told that men can get pregnant. So this, are you hearing me? Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. I didn't, it, it seemed like there was a interruption. So this is a war and you need to know, you know, before you, before you go into a war, you have to be familiar with the territory. And so I'm telling parents, become familiar with the territory. If your child has already come to you or is in the future, comes to you and makes the announcement of being transgender or non-binary, um, your reaction at first should be very measured and very calm. If you're able to, to stay calm in the light of such a, you know, such an announcement and to say, oh, that's, that's interesting. I don't know too much about this, but I see that it's important to you. Uh, I don't want to make any decisions right now about what all of this means and what we're going to be doing in our home regarding uh, your request. Often the kids, you know, request a, ch a name change, pronoun change. Um, but you can, you need to take your time and you can need to say, well, we need to think about this. I don't know too much about it. I can see that it's important to you. And if it's important to you, it's important to me. And so I'm gonna look into this. I need some time. And we're gonna have another, you know, we're gonna have many ongoing discussions about this. So no decision needs to be made immediately. Parents should not be saying, you know, are you kidding? you know, call you by a different name, use different pronouns. You know, you're a girl, you're not a boy. I'm not using boy pronouns. You're not changing your name, you know, from Rachel to uh, Jim. We're not, you know, are you kidding? We're not doing that. You wanna primarily be curious, interested, and letting your child know that you're gonna be looking into this and you're gonna be talking more with them about it. And awesome. In the, meantime, in the meantime, boy, do you get to work. Boy, do you get to work and go online and learn as much as you can. Make contact with other parents. Um, there's a ton of resources for parents. There's support groups. There's all sorts of things out there that can help you navigate this. Awesome. Well, we are going to take a quick break. And then, uh, guys, when we come back, we are going to watch a short clip of uh, Senator Josh Hawley. If you haven't seen that clip, it's, it's worth the wait. So catch us on the other side of the break. Uh, we've got another half of the show with Dr. Miriam Grossman. Guys, check out her books. Check out her social media. Um, if you've not seen uh, what is a woman? Uh, it's available for sale on Amazon and other places uh, in book form. Uh, that link is below as well. We will be right back. Fear of out-of-control inflation is hammering the stock market. The S&P 500 is having its worst start of the year since World War II. So not only are your savings worth less, you now have less of it. Now might be a good time for you to diversify into gold, the most stable asset in the history of the world. And Birch Gold Group is the company I trust to help you convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold and silver. 
That's right. Not only will Birch Gold help you fortify your savings with precious metals, they'll help you do it in a tax-sheltered account. Text Mobley to 989898 to get a free zero-obligation info kit on holding gold in a tax-sheltered account. Something you might not know about me is I have sleep apnea. Sleep is obviously an important part of my life. It should be an important part of yours as well. That's why MyPillow was an obvious choice to partner with the show. I'm sure you've already heard of MyPillow. Heck, you might even have some of these awesome pillows in your home, but I bet you didn't know they sold more. Much, much more, in fact. MyPillow has sheets, towels, travel pillows, slippers, things that you need to see to believe. Right now, you can get their moccasin or slip-on MyPillow slippers, normally $139.98 for just $49. You've got to use my promo code Mobley or go to mypillow.com slash Mobley to see all the deals you get with my promo code Mobley, including buy one, get one free Giza Dream Sheets, six-piece MyPillow towel sets, MyPillow pillows, bathrobes, and much more. Guys, the sale on slippers is ending soon. Order yours today. Do it right now. Go to mypillow.com slash Mobley or type in promo code Mobley anywhere on the website. Mobley is spelled M-O-B-L-E-Y. Go to www.mypillow.com today. If you're listening to this show, I can guess a few things about you. You probably don't trust the government, you trust the liberal media even less, and maybe, just maybe, you're an uncloseted conservative. While the time for sitting in silence is over, it wasn't working anyway. It's time to come out of the conservative closet, and there's no better way than with my uncloseted conservative gear, available exclusively at my website, thejoemobleyshow.com. These hoodies, shirts, mugs, and more are the funniest products you'll find anywhere, like my Joe Biden one-star would-not-recommend t-shirt or my AR-15 identifies as a stick. We've got the absolute best Let's Go Brandon gear on the market and my trademark uncloseted conservative design. You've got to see it to believe these premium products are made of the absolute softest cotton you'll find. You won't want to take them off. Premium prints on premium products from a premium brand. Use promo code FREEDOM for 10% off your entire order. Do it now. Go to thejoemobleyshow.com, load up the cart, and use promo code FREEDOM. Mobley is spelled M-O-B-L-E-Y. Go to thejoemobleyshow.com today. Welcome back, guys. We have our guest, Dr. Miriam Grossman, uh, who is a psychiatrist and an expert in gender uh, ideology and, and what's been going on. There. So before the break, Dr. Grossman, you were mentioning some great advice for parents. Um, you were mentioning uh, to get educated and to try and have an even-tempered response, uh, which I, I can't agree more. I remember I um, I used to live in Oklahoma, and I had a pastor there named Robert Smith. He's got a ministry called Robert Smith Ministries, uh, but he does this internet safety class, and he goes around and he trains parents on um how to introduce the internet to your child and what their relationship with electronic devices will be. And he says, you know, one of the things that 
is really prudent to bring into your parenting is you have to be the coolest person in the room. When they bring something to you unexpected, if you explode, that that can be a, a very traumatic event. Um, so if they're bringing something to you that you really don't want to hear, uh, it is it's excellent advice, not just from Pastor Robert or from Joe Mobley, but now from uh, Dr. Grossman, that you want to let them know, hey, I see that this is important to you and I want to give it the attention it deserves. I don't want to be flippant about this. I want to learn about this thing that's important to you. And I think a key thing that you mentioned before the break was this is going to be a part of an ongoing conversation. And why that's important, in my opinion, and I'm sure Dr. Grossman will opine as well, uh, another, you know, uh, I think he calls himself a psychotherapist. I'm not really sure what the difference is. Uh, But Jordan Peterson certainly makes his rounds on the internet. You know, he says, Uh, that there's this phenomenon where many people think that they think in their mind, but really you go over stuff that you understand very well in your mind. You do your thinking by speaking, which is why rationalizing your position is an important part of the maturation process. So talking with the child, asking questions, having the discipline to be silent and let them speak and, and work out their thoughts can actually help bring them back from this And this is something that you wrote about um, in a Federalist article not too long ago. Um, Let's scroll down here. Uh, But it says, um, you know, others dive into the research. Sooner or later, they are startled to learn the truth. If the teen goes through natural puberty, there's a 60 to 90 percent chance of this is this is a weird word. Disistance, outgrowing transgenderism and aligning with one's uh, biology. So. You know, it, it, this is our opinion, but it's also backed by some facts here uh, that helping shepherd the child through this is probably the best way to go, not clamping down on them, taking all electronic devices, grounding them until they're 18 uh, and out of your house. Uh, so, yeah, I just thank you for that advice. I think it's excellent. Um, do you want to tug on this thread even more? This article is fascinating, by the way. Yeah, Joe. I- I, I, I do have to jump in here for a second because sometimes it is necessary to take away all the devices. Mm. Sometimes it is necessary to do something drastic, which is called the nuclear option, in which some families have even moved to a different state, moved to a different country to get their child out of what many consider to be like a cult. So I, I, I just needed to, to uh, revise or, or, you know, jump in there according, you know, about what you just said about. Absolutely. You know, just- we, we have the same nuclear option in the human trafficking space. There, there's an even-tempered response, and then there's a clear and present danger. Right. Absolutely. And, and what parents often don't understand is the um, contagious nature of, of, of the type of gender dysphoria that we're seeing right now. Okay, so gender dysphoria is uh, unhappiness with your sexed body and wanting to be the, the other sex. And this happens for many different reasons in children and in teenagers, but 
one thing that we know right now is that the numbers have skyrocketed in about the past eight to 10 years. And this has become uh, so common now that you have schools or you know classes in which 25% of the kids may be identifying as the opposite sex. This is a gender dysphoria is something that until recently occurred very, very rarely. I learned about it in medical school and it was something that we never expected to see one case because it was one in many tens of thousands, if not a hundred thousand individuals. So it was something that you read about in the textbook and you never imagined that you might see something, you know, a, a person with gender dysphoria who uh, was living as the opposite sex in your practice. And now uh, that's my entire practice. So uh, this has just exploded. And one of the things that we know is that there's an infectious, a contagious quality to it. And so uh, an important study that came out a few years ago by Dr. Lisa Littman uh, showed that uh, in, in a majority of cases, of teenagers who never had any history of being unhappy with, with their sex and who suddenly, uh, you know, presented as, 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 as gender dysphoric or as transgender, uh, a majority of them had friends who also were going through the same identification, change of identification. So we know very well that there's a contagious element to it, the same way there was that we noticed uh, with eating disorders. Um, you know, a few decades ago, we recognized that bulimia and anorexia had a social contagion ele element to it. And that's, that's very important because a lot of parents are thinking, oh, that's never, you know, my, I have the most feminine girl who ever walked the face of the earth. I have the most masculine kid in the world. That This is never going to happen in my family. Well, I'm here to say that, that you're not immune. You're not immune to this happening in your family. And you have to be prepared for it. Absolutely. Uh, so I do want to play this, uh, this clip of... Um... Josh Howley, I'm sure you've seen it, uh, but for anyone who has it, this is what's become of our reality. These are respected professionals. These are the halls of our United States Congress. I believe this is a uh, Senate congressional hearing. Um, so this is, of course, the Senate chambers. The, these are real professionals, real doctors, real attorneys. Uh, this is what they have to say. Mr. Bridges, you said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. Would that be women? Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, We it's, can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? 
So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, <laughs> um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing them. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important because of my us. line of questioning. Because so we can't talk about it. Because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist. I'm is denying dangerous. that trans people exist by asking are you? you if you're talking are you? about women are you? having pregnancies. Do you believe that uh, men can get pregnant? No, I don't think. Women can <laughs> so get you pregnant. are denying that trans people exist. Thank and that leads to violence. Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you, Absolutely. or are they also treated like this? Where no, you, no, no, they're, they're told that to they're question. opening up people to oh, violence. We have a good time questioning. in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet. You might learn a lot. Wow, I, I would learn a lot. I've learned you, a lot I just know. in this exchange. Absolutely extraordinary. Yep. So these are the conversations being had at the highest levels in the United States right now. Uh, I'm not a biologist. Uh, I, I do believe and have good reason to believe that I am a biological man with an XY chromosome. I've fathered four children. I do believe that my wife is a biological woman. I am unaware of any men that have had, will have, or ever will have babies. Uh, but it, it seems like this is a minority opinion. Like, what is it's you talked about social contagion a little while ago, and the gender ideological stuff is sweeping young people. But these are adults. What is going on in the mind of adults now, uh, where we're being forced to believe things like gender is so fluid that I could have a baby, you could father a baby? Like, <laughs> What is going on in the world? Is there a way to come back from this? Do okay. we need people talk about the Great Reset? Do we just need to start over? Okay, this is a war against reality. This is a war against reality. Now, I'm very glad you showed that clip because what I want to point out here, I want everyone to think for a moment. This was Senator Josh Hawley who was put on the spot by this legal, this law professor, and he held his own. But you know what? Your six, eight, 12, 15, 18 year old child, when they are uh, put up against people who are uh, aggressively uh, and uh, with such confidence that they, so aggressively and so confidently presenting their beliefs, they are beliefs, they are not facts, um, that biology doesn't matter. How does a child possibly not cave in? How, how does a child uh, have the strength to handle such an onslaught of individuals who are going to be just, um, you know, nonstop, nonstop indoctrination. And then when you don't agree, when you dare to question, then immediately the names, you saw what she did. Immediately it was name calling and um, immediately it, it was, um, call, you know, charging the other person with promoting violent, with being violent and the self-righteousness is also another thing that we have to take note of this. This is what 
uh, not only adults, but we have to think about the kids. The kids are the vulnerable ones. The kids are the ones that really want to fit in. You know, you think about kids in middle school. Um, so many of my patients, when, you know, we begin talking about things that they've been through and difficult times in their life, middle school, oh my gosh, because middle school is when you want more than anything to be fitting in. You want to find a group that you fit in with, that you're accepted. People like you. People want to be around you. You want to have the right ideas, the right beliefs. And if you don't, if you're going to push back against this gender ideology, um, you're going to have a hard time, even in places that you wouldn't expect it. Even in uh, conservative states, you know, Catholic schools, um, it, it's hard to find a place where a child will be made to feel comfortable if they challenge this stuff. So it really is a war, and I, I, I'm glad that you showed that clip and. And of course, the science is ridiculous. And of course, the Orwellian use of, of words that to say men have baby, men can get pregnant, uh, you know, all, all this, this whole new language that's also being, is part of the assault on us. Um, and which and it's anti-women. Anti it's like oh. an anti-feminist would hold this belief. Well, that I, as a man, I can take everything that's special and unique about women to include on in the athletic arena, to include the the role of mom, of mother, of nurturer. They, there are things that my spaces coming into oh, yeah. our rest, coming into had, our spaces and and not make you know people. I know now that that girls and women are avoiding using the restrooms and they're getting bladder infections from not emptying mm. their bladder all day they're they they do not want to go into rooms where restrooms where there are biological men well for good reason it's not safe that's correct it's it's not that's yeah I, if you believe that as a parent uh again youtube loves the credentialing nonsense as a former law enforcement former military expert in armed conflict and crime credentialed out the wazoo in, in the crime world, it's dangerous uh, for men and women not to have their own spaces, okay? This used to be a basic uh, pillar of intelligence and criminal intelligence and investigation. Now it's something we can't talk about for reasons. And really, it's like what you said, it, it's Orwellian. It's, it's this assault on language and assault on society and everything that is special and unique and and worthy of preserving that is of genuine masculinity and genuine femininity is being erased by this nonsense. Um, I do, I want to hit on detransitioning for the last part of the show. Uh, but just like Dr. Grossman saying, guys, information is key in this battle. She mentioned a study by Lisa Littman. Um, I'm not familiar with the study, but I am going to have it linked below and I am going to read it. Uh, if you are an audio listener, that study is titled Parents' Reports of Adolescents and Young Adults Perceived to Show Signs of a Rapid Onset of Gender Dysphoria. Um, that's what you can type into Google, or you can type in, I typed in Lisa Littman, L-I-T-T-M-A-N, 
uh, gender dysphoria study, and it came right up. Again, it's going to be linked below. Um, I don't know how many pages it is, but it is just worth the read to have this information. Uh, thanks so much for bringing this to our attention. Um, so I want to talk about uh, detransitioners. And I, I loved that in the, the documentary, What is a Woman? Um, which in case you guys missed it, I'm just going to spoil it. A woman is adult, uh, female, human. That's what a woman is. That's what a woman has always been from the garden until the end of time. That's a woman. If, if you're not that, <laughs> you're not a woman. I'm sorry. Uh, but, um, you know, you wrote that medical professionals, uh, more than 1 million U.S.-based physicians uh, list, need to listen to detransitioners uh, because they're an important voice that, that's being suppressed to the media, to call a spade a spade. They're, they're being censored, hidden, suppressed, whatever word you want to call it. They do not want the voice of detransition, you know, activists, advocates, what have you, out in the mainstream media. Uh, and I love that. Uh, Matt Walsh and Daily Wire, they included that voice, which one was frankly one that I was ignorant of. I did not know that, you know, it, it might be appropriate to say that there's a movement. I didn't know that there was a sect of detransitioners who have either gone through it or have been psychologically trapped by the gender ideology and escaped from it uh, before having uh, surgeries and um, things like that. So talk to us about what detransition is and why it's an important voice. Again, this is in, um, she's written about this. This is in those articles that are linked below, uh, guys. But we get to hear it uh, straight from uh, Dr. Grossman herself. Yeah, detransitioners are really, really important to listen to. I wish every single physician and mental health provider in this country would just sit down for like an hour, just an hour and, you know, go onto YouTube and find some of these detransitioners. So what is a detransitioner? An individual who went through uh, some degree of medical transitioning, uh, either hormones and surgery or only hormones and lived as the opposite sex for a while and then realized that um, the, whole, the whole ordeal uh, actually didn't help their, 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 their emotional issues that they had. And, that, and then in fact, it was not something, um, many of them feel that, that they regret what they did. They feel, um, outrage that it was so easy for them to access these treatments. Sometimes in the first or second visit, they were able to get uh, hormones, testosterone, estrogen, um, that, that once they started taking these hormones within a short period of time, created a permanent physical changes. For example, if a girl goes on testosterone, Within three months, her voice is going to be permanently lowered. In just three months, her voice is going to be lowered. It will sound like a man's voice, and that is forever. Uh, and that's just that's just one thing. There's there's many other, you know, the facial hair and changes in the genitals, um, uh, uh, menopausal kind of symptoms. There's a long list of serious medical 
consequences of taking cross-sex hormones, and they are being given out uh, apparently, in, you know, very easily. Uh, you can go to Planned Parenthood, get them the same day as your appointment. So detransitioners are speaking about their um, how easy it was. Uh, well, let me let me first say that a lot of the detransitioners are so articulate and so smart, and they they really speak from the heart, and they're very very brave. So this is a unique a unique group of people that have to be listened to because they've been there. They've been, they've been there and they've come back and now they want to talk about it. In fact, I feel that part of their healing from all this is coming from talking about it and, and trying to prevent other people from going through what they went through. So some of them, for example, will talk about uh, the realization of never being able to nurse because they, um, have, they got a bilateral mastectomy, which is, you know, very casually called top surgery as if it's no big deal. It is a very big deal to have your breasts removed when you're 13 or 14 years old. Um, some of them talk about not being able to have biological children and the pain associated with that. They talk about how their bodies have been wounded and, well, from Scott Nugent, who's the detransitioner that you're speaking about, who was in um, What is a Woman? He speaks, I mean, it's, it, it's just, it's so tragic. It's so unbelievable. His health has been destroyed. His um, sexual functioning, um, you know, there's a long list. It, it's a, a lifetime, a lifetime of pain and suffering is, is what it sounded like was being described. And again, I was completely ignorant. I've done research now uh, and whoever they is, the, those in power, they've done an incredible job of hiding that uh, from the public because I'm, I'm someone who is very politically involved. I do this for a living and I had no idea um, what detransition uh voices were saying or or what reality is like for okay, someone well, who's transitioned. Yeah, and you need to know, I want your audience also to know that these brave individuals who stand up and go public with their stories, they they are then the you know, their former best buddies in the trans community feel that they have betrayed them and they then become the object of their hatred and their disdain and their uh, threats. So in addition to these people like Scott Nugent and, and many, many others who are taking the risk of, of you know, standing up and telling the world what you went through and sharing your personal journey and talking about your medical problems, they also have to deal with the, being attacked while they're at it. Wow, that's unbelievable. Uh, well, you know, I could talk for hours about this. This is all the time that we have. This has just been an absolute pleasure. Like I said at the beginning, you are just a breath of fresh air for so many people um, who just feel lost and feel like we're in crazy town. <laughs> and they're, you know, it, it's God looks down and says, is there 
anyone righteous? No, not one. I feel like I look down. Is there anyone sane? No, there's not one sane person uh, left among us. But thank you for uh, bringing some sanity uh, to the show and some facts and some great advice for parents. Um, you know, I, I always say like, share, uh, subscribe to the show. But seriously, if you are a parent and you, you're in friend groups with parents, there are elements of the show that I know other parents would be uh, blessed to have. Um, so maybe even just time stamp it for them. Maybe I'll just cut that section out, release it as another video, um, but share it with people. There are millions of parents going, having very difficult conversations or, or maybe not even having conversations, just having difficult circumstances in their homes and they don't know what to do. And this could be a catalyst for them um, to, to get facts and to get form um, and to have some compassion for what their child's going through and be a part of it. Um, so thanks so much for joining the show. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to say to the audience before we go? I, I just want to, I don't want parents to be blindsided. I like so many parents mm. that get in touch with me, like what the heck happened? I wasn't prepared for this. I never imagined this could happen. I don't want parents to be in that position. Please, even if you think your family isn't going to be affected, please get educated. Someone that you, if not your family, then someone that you're related to or someone that you know, it probably will impact them. My website is miriamgrossmanmd.com. My Twitter is miriam underscore grossman. And I have lots of stuff there. And once you get onto my website, you'll see links to other sites. There's a lot out there. You don't have to go through this alone. Awesome. Thanks so much, guys. Uh, her website, her social media, and a couple of her articles are listed below. If you are internet impaired and you don't like to search around, all you got to do is click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. Uh, Dr. Miriam Grossman, thanks so much for joining us. I hope you guys have an awesome weekend. That's all we got. <laughs>